0: You're listening to the She's On Her Toes podcast, episode two. She's On Her Toes podcast is about getting ahead in the business of fitness. We'll take a real life look at what it takes to own and operate a boutique fitness studio, sharing what it's really like to run a business. You know, all the stuff they don't teach you in business school. Before we get started, I just wanted to thank everyone for listening to the podcast. Last week was our first episode, and we got a lot of positive feedback from it. Thank you so much. I just want to remind you, um, subscribe to the podcast, and also, if you could, if you enjoyed what we said last week and this episode, this week, number two, uh, go ahead and leave a review, because leaving reviews definitely helps us reach a broader audience, and more people will find the podcast. Uh, It just really helps us out, so we appreciate All of your help in supporting uh, growing the community here that's listening to the She's on Her Toes podcast. I'm here, Carolyn uh, here. And I'm here also with Emily and Christina, managers of my two Peer Bar studios. So I guess before we get started on today's topic of time management and kind of our hacks and tricks. I just uh, wanna start out by saying, you know, it takes quite a few skills to run these two fitness studios. Uh, Overall management, organization, systems, teaching, marketing, sales, the list goes on. We don't just show up and turn the lights on and everything just happens. There's a lot of effort and work that goes behind the scenes. And since there are only 24 hours in the day, and frankly, we are definitely not aspiring to work all 24 of them, We've each developed some great hacks to fit what's most important into our busy days. So for those of you who've always wondered, how do we get it all done? You'll want to keep listening. And we've got a freebie download for you, show notes for this episode number two. Don't worry about trying to remember all the things that we're saying, all of these hacks and tips and writing them down. If you're in the car, do not get into a wreck. We are uh, compiling a complete list of all of the things that we're sharing today, and you can download that for free by going to the website toes.com. you want to click across the top banner that says Blog Podcast, and you'll see the link for Episode 2. You can see where to download and you've just got all of that information neatly compiled in a PDF document that can be emailed to you. So super easy. So I guess let's get going, Now talking about time management. I know, like I said, it's kind of unsexy, but super important because uh, like we said, we only have a limited amount of time every day. And honestly, here on this earth, so we don't want to be wasting it doing things uh, that are um, not beneficial to our goals and that kind of thing. So I guess, like, to kick it off, one of the things that we all three have in common is we've got day designer planners. And I thought we'd start there because I think it's a good segue into kind of how we manage our time and look at our days and kind of go about our uh, daily activities. So do y'all want to get started on that? Like, why do you have the Day Designer Planner?
1: So I think we all have different things that we really enjoy about the Day Designer, but just briefly, it is broken up into two sections. One section is your time, so you have, like, it starts at 5 a.m., it goes till 9 p.m., I surely do not want to work more than that. And if that happens, that's a really long day. So I love that. And then you have the to-do list on, um, to your right. And at the top, you have a couple other things. You can plan your dinner. You can plan your bills out and do some other things. But those, the, the time and the to-do list is my favorite thing. I write down, because we are working, um, Christina and I are working actual shifts at the desk, and we're also teaching. I like to keep that organized so I can say, okay, I'm in... Um, I'm at this studio for the morning, and then I can write down the times that I'm teaching so I know what blocks of time I have to actually get work done in between. And then on the to do list side, I list all of the things out for the day, and um, I love that because I can, we can be having a meeting, and you know, I'll say, okay, next Thursday I need to do this, and I can flip to next Thursday and I can just write it down, and there it is, it's out of my brain. And when I get to next Thursday, I've got it there, I'm ready to go. So it really helps me not miss miss things and um, have tasks like fall through the cracks. I'm just one of those people that really loves to write things down. I'm sure using an electronic way to do that is equally as efficient. But for me, having it all in front of me and breaking it down is really helpful. And that allows me to just work through that to-do list as the day goes on and visually check things off and uh, make sure that everything gets done before I flip to the next day.
2: I agree with everything she said. And I also would like to add that it has um, monthly tabs where you can go in and see the whole month at one shot. So that's a nice way to just sort of, we have everything electronically as well with um, the systems we have here at Pier Bar. But it is nice, I like writing everything down and this is just a good way to sort of really make sure you have asked off for the right time or you're not double booking yourself and all of that. And I'd like to add one little thing. I know they're going to laugh about this, but... There are these cute little quotes at the top of each day that I have enjoyed. I don't know if any some people even noticed it. I but, mean, I
0: literally <laughs> didn't even know that there was a quote on every page until you just said that. <laughs> so There's a nice little surprise. You don't know looking, what's in here. And I'm looking at today's quote. That which was bitter to endure may be sweet to remember. There what we go.
1: <laughs> Monday morning, Monday morning, a little Started
2: incentive right. there. Yes. there, we go.
0: there we and then go. it also
2: has just there's everything here i mean it has a section for your daily gratitude and maybe notes at the bottom that you want to remind yourself or i know with um clients sometimes here we have stuff something come up but it's not until like a month out so if i don't have time to flip there while i'm on the phone with them i'll put it down there and i know to move it there when i get a second or when i'm off the phone and they are also very stylish and very durable and um very grown up, I would say. They've gone past the um. Yeah, the, I let Carolyn play. Off the yeah, yeah, no, I
0: mean I, that's one of the reasons why I've always enjoyed the day designer and have recommended it to like literally everybody I know is that it's um, it's more for like a mature working professional. Like this is not a planner designed for a college student, although they do offer like a collegiate planner. Uh, an academic calendar year planner. So, like, yeah, you're not going to get stickers and, like, all the other stuff. Like, there's – and what's one of the reasons why I didn't really enjoy some of the other planners out there that I think are marketed more towards, like, a younger woman, is that uh, there just isn't enough space to write out what you need to do every day. Or, uh, like, you know, my day starts sometimes at 5 or 6 in the morning where – Uh, you know the other planners started at like you know more of like a school time like eight or nine for like class or whatever so yeah and it's just yeah it's definitely you can carry this you could carry this in a briefcase in a tote bag in your purse in whatever bag you have that you're carrying your work stuff and nobody's going to be like Oh, like... A <laughs> yeah. little girly planner. Yeah, yeah. Or like, I don't know Yeah, like I don't know if y'all remember, like, back in the day, like, when Harry Potter became popular, and then adults started reading it, and they had to come out with, like, different covers, because yes. adults did not want, like, the kid covers to be reading, like, on the subway or the bus or whatever. So, yeah, like, this you would be proud to carry around, and I think that's, like, one of the funny things is, you know, we all have a different one. And maybe we can take a picture and like post it on Instagram or something so you can see. But we literally, Uh, we literally had to check with each (laughs) other so that we wouldn't get the same cover.
2: (laughs) I remember I was, um, sort of new coming into the daily planner group so i made sure <laughs> they had their first choices and then i went with what i wanted luckily we all liked different ones so.
1: <laughs> Well group text yes. during the day it's you really have to pre-order it. them so you know yeah, be you ready really, <laughs> you really
0: do have to be on it like you can go to the website uh and maybe sign up for their uh for the uh, to be notified for the next one but yeah you do It gets a a little competitive. Like, you have to... Get your order in. (laughs) Yeah, pre-order. There was definitely a year where I didn't get my order in on time, and I didn't uh, get my planner on time. So, yeah, that was...
1: And you can also... We'll include it in the show notes, but they have some free downloads. So if you want to download just one page or... Like, I think the first time I did it, I downloaded... I downloaded seven like for a week and I just tried it to see what I thought and immediately loved it. So they offer a lot of freebie stuff, which is wonderful. So you can go in and um, just try a couple days and see if it works for you, if it's a system that works for you. And I know we've, you know, used some of their other things too. They have like a meal planner. What else? They have like a workout planner, which Mm -hmm. is actually really helpful if you want like a visual, um, all sorts of things. So really great. You can go and download, print some of that stuff off and see if it helps you organize Your life just a little bit.
0: Yes, awesome point. Yeah, all those free downloads on their website can yeah definitely enhance your planning and organization in other areas. Like I think there's one for like vacations. Yeah, and and like gifts or like like I think there's like a Christmas one,
1: so you can plan like your gifts or like if you're throwing a birthday party for your kid, it has some things. So just a way for you to like put it down on paper and not like let anything fall through the cracks. Love
0: it. Yeah, and I I was going to kind of add to the point where you were talking about having all of your uh, activities on your phone electronically. I mean, I did that for a while, and I was missing appointments, and it was very difficult for me to have, like, all of my appointments and engagements and that kind of thing on my phone, but then have, like, a to-do list that is separate and trying to figure out, like, if I needed to write a note on Tuesday to remind myself to do something I mean I know you can do that on your phone but it just always seemed like such a chore to type that in and then you've got like two places where you're trying to look to see that you're keeping track of things and not losing where you're supposed to be and that kind of stuff so look I but I guess like the whole point of this is really to you got to find what works for you and make sure that you're using your time most effectively. But yeah, day designer has been super helpful for all three of us. And yeah, here at World Domination Headquarters, (laughs) (laughs) you got to stay organized and on the same page. So yeah, that's awesome. And then I guess like one other thing I want to talk about besides day designer that I think is really effective is just like how we spend our time and account for our time during the day. And I've uh, definitely talked about in the past on the blog, this book that I have read. It's written by Gary Keller, uh, founder of Keller Williams, the largest real estate company in the world. And his book is called The One Thing. And he talks about a couple really important points that we'll touch on. Multitasking is one of them. But before we get into that, I, he introduces, or he introduced me to this idea of time blocking, and that has been really helpful for me, especially when I was writing the book, and since I have a lot of like big projects that I'm working on, is like I really need big chunks of time to to work on those and, and get those done. So time blocking, you literally just sit down, set aside like two or three hours, and mark those out for your big projects. But I know y'all have some different ways that you approach getting your work done throughout the day. So like, let's talk about those too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that um, we're not typically working on like as big of projects as Carolyn works on. We're, we're doing a little bit more daily or, um, you know, weekly or monthly kind of planning or work. So one thing that I do and I think that has been really helpful is um, either you can do this like at the end of your workday if you don't want to take work home with you. I like to do it at night, like just before I go to bed as I'm like trying to wind down. Just look at, at your next day and take a few minutes to like set some priorities and figure out what's going to be most important for you to complete the next day so then when I go to bed not that I'm like you know focusing on those things but I already know okay in the morning I have these five things that I've set aside to do before I teach class and I'm already starting to kind of work through those or at least at the very least when I get to work the next morning I'm not wasting any time trying to figure out what I need to do I already have that written down I already have it prioritized and I can just jump in and it's just a way for me to minimize Um, wasting time trying to make a decision on what to do next and then um, when I do that when I sit down and plan those tasks out for the next morning I always try to do the things that I like the least first, um, because if I don't, what I do is I end up not doing them at all, and I push them back, 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 and then before you know it, I haven't done them, and now I'm gonna, going to have to do them the next day, and I'm starting my day behind. So there are things that everybody doesn't like to do at their, I mean, you know, it's just that whatever that one task is, and you're like, oh my God, I yeah. don't want to do this, you know. It's so
0: true. It you're is, and like, it's
1: usually like silly, right? Like I yeah. just, you know, you don't want to, whatever, take out the trash. Whatever your that one task is for you, I have them at home too, <laughs> But whatever that is, you just do it right away. You have the most energy, or at least maybe you don't, but I have the most energy like first thing in the morning. So I do that task first, I'm gonna get it done and out of the way, and then I can move on to the rest of my um, things for the day. So for me, just taking some time the night before to prioritize my next day, and then making sure that those priorities are listed in a way that I'm gonna get done most efficiently and not waste time trying to figure out what I'm doing or you know pushing things out of the way.
2: Yep, I agree, and I th- um, we do things a little differently. I uh, like to um, – I don't necessarily do what I uh, least enjoy first, um, but I always <laughs> – You like to
0: ease into it. <laughs> ease into it. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that, that either. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I like to front load the week, and I pretty much – I'm all about routines, and I um, sort of have to work on if things don't go just quite Right going with the flow so I've been working on that but with the way I plan out my week for work I front load and I do the same thing on Monday that I did the previous Monday Um, it's with different information but the way um, I do it is I start with what's most important um, for our business and work through that Uh, for example client retention and all of that good stuff and then work from the top and go all the way to the bottom and um, just sort of go from there. And that leaves room normally Thursday and Friday for me to add in other things that come up throughout the week because that always happens. Mm -hmm. Um, And then as we get new clients and other things, I can just sort of fill in that time there. Um, So it is sort of like it's a running list, but I know on Monday that I'm going to do A, B, and C before I do anything else.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's awesome. I mean, whether you... Try to get like your you know least favorite activity done in the beginning or your most pressing activities. I mean, I think that this is like total demonstration of like you're actively trying to plan out what is most important and getting those things done first And or in your case, maybe not the most important thing, but the thing that you dread the most and you're just gonna put off. So you just get it out of the way, knock it out and then move on to the next things yeah, really, I think, great examples of, yeah, like, I mean, we've all got to get our stuff done. So you got to do what works best. Yeah, Yeah. you got to do what works best. And yeah, and I think it's interesting. I have a confession to make. The reason why we are recording this on Monday is because I may or may not have saved the original recording of this episode, and my computer crashed on Friday. So uh, we are having to redo it. So uh, awesome time management on my part this week. But you know what? I think it was meant to be because on Friday, we all attended a, like a business growth workshop called Growth Club that happens uh, through our business coach, Marianne. And it's always um, once a quarter. And one of the things that was interesting, like we were in different rooms because Emily and Christina just came for the first time. And so they'll, we'll all be together the next time. But One of the things that was interesting that we talked about in the group that I was with is that you literally have, like, there's, like, a scientific reason why we do what we do throughout the day. And I have to make a picture of this, um, maybe for the show notes, or maybe you can just visualize it in your head. But you start out in the morning, if you're a morning person, you start out strong, and maybe you peak around, like, 11 o'clock in the morning. And then you take you take your lunch, and then you kind of go into a huge dip that uh, you really are like least productive around like two in the afternoon, and then you kind of rebound and gain some productivity back into the afternoon, so that like you kind of finish strong around like seven or eight, a little bit even higher than you would in the morning. And then of course, if you're an evening person, it's just reversed. Mm-hmm. So. I just thought that was really interesting because I don't know if y'all have ever thought about this but like our morning shift and evening shift end, at t- or, end or start at two uh-huh. yeah. so I just thought that was really interesting because mm-hmm. yeah if you're working in the morning like I, I'm at like two o'clock I'm like my brain is it needs like a break <laughs> yes. or it needs to just go to the grocery store yeah and not um, do anything that requires like a lot of mental thought after that.
1: That's so true. That's really interesting because I always find myself... I typically work 8 in the morning so I'm, I'm like leaving at 2 and I always like I get home and you know we'll talk about this a little bit more when we talk about like person like personal life hacks mm-hmm. but that's my least productive time to get anything done so like I mean I don't even like to wash a dish like I'm just like yeah. I need to do like 1 hour it's yeah. usually not even that long but I have recently started like realizing it about myself and and yeah. not being so hard on myself like oh you should be doing something like no this is like you're clearly not like you're not ready to do anything like that <laughs> state yeah like (laughs) like have a a cup of tea or like go for a walk or whatever just because i totally can like identify with that i absolutely have like experienced that daily so
0: yeah i mean i think i mean if you really want to like take that to its maximum potential i mean you schedule your day so that you have your most effective thing like the most wherever you have the most brain power you are doing the most uh, like activities or tasks that require your most thought or your most attention and then yeah at two o'clock like take a break take a break go work out like go get coffee like go you know to the grocery store yeah just let your brain reset
1: a little bit read the newspaper
0: who knows like just take that time to not waste your yeah. your hard-working, you know, brain energy or whatever. So, uh, so don't call Pierre Bar Winston-Salem between 2 and 3. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Send your uh, questions via email yeah. so we'll get back to you uh, when it is more convenient for us around like 3.15. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get back online soon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Brain power is at its all-time lowest. Yeah. But, um, I guess. <laughs> yeah, conversely, so we will not be making any big decisions between no. 2 and 3. So yeah, if you no, we have something that you need to ask. like <laughs> Save it. Save it. Yeah. <laughs> or ask earlier. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess like one last thing I want to talk about that also Gary Keller talks about in The One Thing is multitasking. And he has some very specific thoughts about multitasking and that you really cannot multitask. And so like I'd love to hear y'all's thoughts on that because I know there are a lot of moms out there that pride themselves On how well they can multitask. And so maybe this is like your big wake up call. You really (laughs) can't do (laughs) anything.
2: Yeah, um, so I used to think I could multitask, and then I found that I was sort of making a lot of mistakes and things weren't as good as they could have been. So I really try to be diligent about doing one thing at a time and like going back to planning out the day, what's most important, try to check it off the list. Um, But I know one thing, Emily and I, and Carolyn, we have a lot of emails throughout the day, so those things we do try to stop what we're doing and check off the list real quick so they don't build up, but I always, even when I'm sending a text message, I was in the car with my mom the other day and I had to say, hold on one second, let me finish sending this because that really proves to you that you cannot do two things at one time successfully.
3: Yeah. I, was typing out, I
2: was typing out something in autocorrect. You never know what it's going to send, so you need to be really careful to make sure because I've sent some things that, you know, could have turned out really bad to the wrong text <laughs> that. yeah.
3: So um,
2: that's just a small example of how things, you know, thinking about work way more important than sending a text message. If you send something out wrong the first time, it just doesn't look all that good when you could have taken a couple extra seconds to make it right the first time and um, yeah
1: yeah absolutely I think I agree I I think like going off of what Christina said I think you can absolutely multitask poorly but you know are you can you multitask effectively and really efficiently Um, I don't personally I don't think I can and um, it's more important that you get things done correctly so I think that like just take a step back and and look at what you're doing are you trying to send an email and you know write this and do that and are you making mistakes and really are you spending more time correcting that or, you know, proofing yourself when you could have just blocked those things off and done them individually and done them correctly the first time. I do think there are times that you, that you can't, you know, maybe some things can be multitasked. Like you can throw your dishes in the dishwasher and, and you know, get, <laughs> put the kids in the bath yeah. and do some laundry. <laughs> you know, there are some, I think there are some things that um, that, that can be done, or if you're a fitness instructor, you yeah, definitely know how to multitask yeah. a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, but when you're really sitting down and you're talking about, like, intellectual projects, like, can you really have your brain in two different places, and are you doing it efficiently? Um, I think the people that are really successful have found ways to complete things one at a time mm-hmm. and then move on to their next task. So,
0: Yeah, I think that's a really interesting point because when we're teaching, you're definitely – focusing on all kinds of things, like sensory, people's movements, like what the music is doing. Your physical body. Yeah, yeah. what you're physically doing, trying to say everything, trying to, you know, listen to the music and keep the class going. And yeah, so I, I think that's kind of an interesting dichotomy in that, yes, we as teachers in class are multitasking all the time. However, I definitely can think of many occasions where I was so distracted by something going on in my class that I was not, like, doing what I needed to be doing to teach my best class. So, you know, but then again, I guess that just, like, you just have to... Part of it. Yeah, yeah, figure it out, make do, recover, pretend like you knew what you are doing the whole time. (laughs) You did it on purpose. And move on, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, anyways, I just... Yeah, I think that's really interesting. But, yeah, definitely in my when i'm working on things and i guess this really brings up like a good segue into the whole like checking emails and checking texts and that kind of thing like i don't know if you are in regular communication with me perhaps that you've noticed that i don't really get back to you right away throughout the day especially if you're emailing um, at certain times of the day because i block out time to check and respond to emails i do i'm not just responding to emails one-off throughout the day Although there are occasions where, like, I'm just on my computer and I see something and I'm like, oh, I'll just respond to that real quick. But, like, I'm pretty much batching that and looking at it, like, three times a day and responding according to that. Uh, Because, like I said, I've got – you know, I'm time-batching, so – and I'm not multitasking, so (laughs) I'm combining all kinds of stuff to get my work done. But, yeah, I mean, if you're constantly – Emailing it really is taking your attention and your focus away from your other activities or your other tasks that you need to get done. So yeah, I would love to hear how y'all work or or, you know have like what your y'all's email policy is um, because.
1: I think we we have one like one exception to that and that is like when we're when we when you're working a shift or you're like managing the client contact you're Mm -hmm. at are you know you're at the studio you're in charge um, we do try to respond to emails um, within a time frame so maybe not right away but you know if you're sending an email and it's really time sensitive because it's about something that you you know you're Mm -hmm. trying to take class that afternoon you know we do try to get right back to you Um, but yes if, if I am not sitting at the desk and that is not part of my job for that, you know, five, six, seven hours, um, I try to stay away from it. Um, I probably should have never put the email on my phone <laughs> because, because it's it's like a, you know, it's a distraction or like I find myself checking it literally subconscious, like without just making that conscious yeah. decision. And so, yes, I think, and then, you know, again, you go into that multitasking, like am I responding to my full, like, should I have waited and done it at a time when I could really sit and focus on it? So, yeah, I think if you are doing other things, your time, ty- you're outside of your job, you're doing other things. You know, having your email refresh regularly is not is doing nothing but distracting you from what you're trying to do. So, spending like picking time during the day, like I'm going to sit down, I'm going to check my email, I'm going to respond to email, I'm going to move on. Because as long as you're doing that regularly, um, you know, there's no rule that emails need to be responded within 20 minutes. I mean. It's better that you write a thoughtful response and you take your time as opposed to getting back to people immediately. Take the time, spend some time throughout the day, and make that your primary focus, and then move on to something else. Yeah. I
0: mean, speaking of emails taking over your life, I mean, have y'all ever (laughs) used that uh, unroll.me feature? Have y'all, do y'all know what that is? I haven't used it yet, but I
1: will. Yeah, you've all got to get it. I mean,
0: if you feel like you open your email and it's like a war zone in there with like subscriptions and just random stuff and like just junk and like craziness uh i started using this now it doesn't work for every email like it will it doesn't work for our pure bar emails because they have um like more security and like firewall protection and that kind of thing but like for gmail and like i'm um, so many of us have separate gmail accounts specifically to keep all of our subscription emails uh kind of quarantined yeah. in their own special like spot um this unroll.me is awesome and i will definitely include the link to that in the show notes it, it literally like it takes two seconds to set up and what it does is it like somehow figures out all of your subscriptions so like all of those emails you get to Pottery Barn and like uh, like you know West Elm or like you know how like you sign up for something and then all of a sudden you get like it's almost like these emails like spore and they just multiply and all of a sudden you're on like 18 lists and you're like whoa 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 Mm, I just bought like one One thing thing. (laughs) and now I'm getting like 18 emails from like all their like affiliate companies and whatnot. It will identify if you have new subscriptions, and then you can either roll them up. What you do is you get, like, a daily roll-up. So you put all of the subscriptions that you don't want to see just come into your inbox in this roll-up. And then once a day you get an email that summarizes all of those. So it shows you pictures, too, so you don't even have to, like, read. read (laughs) You can just be like, oh, great, I don't want to see any of those. Delete. Um, But then it'll also send you alerts like, oh, you've been added to, like, 15 new subscriptions. And you're like, what? I didn't do anything. (laughs) I didn't even shop this week. And then you can go in and unsubscribe to them. So you are automatically getting yourself off of those lists. You can add them to your roll-up. Or if they're important, you want to see them, you can just keep them in your inbox. But. Oh, my gosh, that saved me. Like, yes. And
1: as you go on, it gets better and better. And, mm-hmm. like, you
2: so – pick, pick up on what you like. Yeah. And yeah. You know, yeah.
1: Well, and, and you can just kind of – you start to manage it. Like, I've definitely put things in my roll-up that I meant to keep and vice mm-hmm. versa. And so you can you can go through. It's really easy to, like, change. Mm-hmm. If you put it in the wrong place, you change it. And that, and then now, when you look at it, it's like you'll have th- – like, I think I've rolled up thousands of things. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, my goodness, those yeah. things would have come into my inbox. Um, and your roll-up daily gets really big, but that's okay because you – you can just scroll through quickly, or you can. Sometimes I don't even open them; I just delete them. Um, sometimes I do look through. It just depends on the day. Yeah. Um, but it it gets like it it kind of gets better at like be, being exactly what you need. Um, and there's an app, so you can you can oh, roll nice. oh, up. Oh, I don't do, even have that. Yeah, there's an app too, so you can do it
0: that way, <laughs> really oh, easy. Nice. Well, good. Yeah, huge game changer. Especially, I mean, emails. It just seems like sometimes they take over your life. It's like literally insane. Awesome. Well, I think it sounds like we've kind of wrapped it up in terms of how we're using our time and time management during the day here at the studio and how we approach our like work and business Tasks and that kind of thing. And we do have a lot more information. We want to talk more about how we manage our time and our personal lives as well as like meal planning and work-life balance, those kind of things. But we actually have already spoken for a long time. So I think we're just going to break that up into a second episode. So you'll want to definitely check out what we have to say about kind of more how we do work-life balance and personal time management in uh, next week's episode, episode three. So I guess we will see y'all then. Uh, sh- just a quick reminder, if everyone would please subscribe to the podcast if you enjoyed what we were talking about and also leave us a review, that would be amazing. You can also go to the website, She's On Toes.com and download the freebie show notes that will give you links to all of the information we talked about, including day designer, unroll Dot me for emails uh the one thing by gary keller and then you'll also get a sneak peek as to what we're going to talk about next week because we only have one show notes so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so i guess a little you, preview yeah mm-hmm. if you want a little bonus on to where we're going with this uh next week go ahead and check that out so thank you everyone really appreciate it and we will see you next week mm-hmm.
3: It's okay to be private, it's okay to cry, it's okay to hold back, or hold things inside. It's okay to scream, to release them, to be, okay to, be okay to be seen, it's okay to be seen, it's okay to be seen, it's okay to receive, it's okay to notice, to stop and to stare, cause It's okay to listen one ear to the ground, one ear to the sky tree street, or heart that you pound. It's okay to giggle a little to yourself, cause the spirit it tickles as it enters us out. Ha ha how it's okay to sing it, in fact, it's encouraged It don't matter how soft, rough, vivid, or tender, or outer and key As long as you mean it, as long as you mean it You're giving permission, you're giving permission for others to sing it You're giving permission for others to sing if all things will that matter, go as deep as you feel it Like grace, alone and together, one and yet still, an instant, an impulse, individual home beat sound. Sing itself, self singing, self singing, self singing, self singing, itself, singing, sing it, self, singing, self, singing, itself singing, singing, singing. It's okay to pray, to be deep, to be light, to just breathe. It's okay to be exactly as you are yourself. To be deep, to be light, to just breathe, it's okay to be exactly as you are yourself, yourself. Ha ha ha